Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of the Lumen Project. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with your host, Jeff Bernheisel. Hi, Jeff. Howdy. Once again. You know, you should tell me uh, anytime, if you want me to intro this any other way, (laughs) please welcome to the stage, Jeff Bernheisel. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. I I am. I do not need the the big intros. Yeah, good. Well, I think um, we're, we were talking before we hit record here, just uh, as a, as a topic for today, that there is, um, you know, there's a whole lot of cultural expectations or conditions of what a man really is. And I think in order for us to live our best life, sometimes we, it's helpful to get rid of those expectations, you know, the things your dad and your granddad and all society told you a man is supposed to be so that you could actually do the things you want to do with your life instead of constantly trying to, you know, do make other people happy and prove that you're a man. Yeah. I am going to point out. What do you, what say you? I'm going to point out that I grew out my facial hair just for this episode. So that you are such a manly, I could feel more manly. (laughs) Yeah. You're so manly with your facial hair. Oh God. (laughs) Um, No, this has been a fun week. Like I won't say fun. It's actually been, it's been super interesting this last week since we did our last episode and you and I kind of went back and forth on this. Mm -hmm. I think you and I both have just been wrestling with this topic. Mm -hmm. And, and like I said earlier, I don't, I don't have a good answer. uh, So there's, I I mentioned it last time. There's this movie, Matt Welsh's what is a woman? And it's this big topic thing lately. And, you know, I was like, man, so that's a good question. Like what, but what does it mean to be a man? Like, what does it mean to be masculine man in today's world? Yeah. And, and the conditioning that you mentioned, yeah. conditioning or programming, I hate using the word programming because that makes it sound like it's almost <laughs> like evil. <laughs> like my, my stepdad programmed me this way, <laughs> um, uh-huh. but conditioning is a way better word for that. I think, um, but yeah, I've been wrestling with that question like all week long and mm-hmm. the two things that i came up with was i don't really have a solid answer and then does it matter <laughs> yeah that was the big aha for me this week as i was wrestling with like do, like what's even the point of so let's just say we found out what it what it, like what it really means to be a man we really got down to the biology and the quote we got we got it all clear so what yeah. what's what to do what with it to do what with that like other than to live my best life what's the point yeah and the, i mean the 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 example that you you said where you're like i don't i don't i don't want to know how to change the oil in my in my whatever car i'm driving and yep. like do i need to because for me and and, and i mean i like i do know how but to live my best life, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Best yeah. life is live paying yeah. somebody else to do it so that I can go do other fun things. Yeah. I don't need to be out in my driveway getting all fucking dirty to, to prove that I'm a man. Right. Um, yeah, but I think that kind of stuff is more, it lives in the background, maybe more than we realize. Like, you know, I'm a man, so I need, I should be a provider for my family. Okay. Not saying you shouldn't be a provider, not saying you shouldn't provide, but to lump that into the statement called I'm a man, you providing for your family has nothing to do with whether you have a penis or not. Right. You know, it's like, that's just being a good teammate. One of the other groups that I follow, the, the, the tagline is preside. It's provide, protect, and preside. Mm. 
And you know, it's the Shit, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez, so much pressure. Um, but but that um, that's all like that makes me uncomfortable. Well, the word preside because that makes it sound like I'm trying to be a king. Uh-huh, and sure. in in some of these groups, I mean, that's kind of the goal. Like they want you to feel like you're the king of your own little kingdom, right? Sure. Um, which is cool. That that's fine. I don't need to feel that way. I like the idea of being a protector is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, providing perfectly fine. Yeah. But at the end of the day, does how I choose to protect and provide for my people doesn't affect you. <laughs> doesn't affect anybody else other than maybe them directly and, and and myself. And so I got to that point where I was just like, who cares? Right. I, I mean, right. there is a certain degree. I care that I don't want to make it sound like I don't care. I care in the sense of we need to be aware of what it means to be a man in order to figure out and unpack how we deal with things emotionally, spiritually, being self-aware sure. as a man, because then I, can figure out how to tackle whatever issue I'm facing. If I'm just floating I, through life and I'm like, I don't care am I a man or a woman or whatever. Like I might not know. I still think you can look, whether you uh, define what a man is for you or not, I don't think impacts whether you can live your life successfully or which shouldn't at all productively <laughs> or whatever. Right. Uh, I'm super curious. I mean, since last our last episode and I've been you know, digging into conscious masculinity. Cause that was our, that was our episode. Mm-hmm. The conscious part. I love that conversation. I love talking about what consciousness is and what does that look like? But then I started digging into masculinity. I'm like, shit, I don't know. Like mass, like I, so I, and I think in the post I made on Facebook, there were like four categories. One was biology. So there is a difference in men and women biologically besides our parts. Like there's testosterone and there's the stuff there's differences biologically. Then I think there is uh, stuff culturally that like, if we go back a hundred years, what made sense culturally for men and women in their roles was different than what is culturally ex- appropriate for men and women today. And I'm not sure that it's as important. Anyway, I, I don't need to break that all down here. I'm just saying like, it's, it's a really interesting question for me. Like, what is, what does it mean to be a man in 2023 and beyond? But that's, I, to your point, I was like, who cares? Like, <laughs> I don't know that it actually makes a difference in me living my best life as much as it would have a hundred years ago. But. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, I can, I mentioned it earlier where I said I, I had, you know, growing up, I had uh, my real dad, my stepdad, my mom. Yeah. And the two of them were drastically, drastically different people in, in like every sense you could ever think of. Yeah except for they both were like the manly man. So one Um, of them, you know, military, super straight lace. The other one, not at all. Fucked around his whole life, (laughs) but they instilled in, in, I guess I don't want to conditioned was the word we use. So can they conditioned me to have all of these values and and they taught me all of these things that they each thought men should do and be in. You know, right. They taught me how to change a tire and change my oil and shoot yep. a gun and you know all the all the manly things, right? Right, right. Yeah. And I have so many friends, like, I mean, people that I respect a ton. They're, they're millionaires. Mm-hmm. They don't know any of this shit. Right. Yeah. Successful. Right. Like, so, yeah. Like who? Oh. Now I did say when shit hits the fan and we have some sort of catastrophic 
you know, power grid failure or nuclear war or whatever it may be that all of a sudden we will go into this, what I would call like a regression of that sense to a point, because I think what will happen is all of a sudden, like there's going to be all these hierarchies. We, we, we talk about that. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like if, if I can't go to the grocery store to get food, mm-hmm. I know that most of my buddies would fucking starve. Like mm-hmm. they can't shoot a gun. They can't go hunting. It doesn't mean they can't figure it out sure. or, yeah. or that they don't have other friends or whatever, but like, I'll be fine. Right. So there's going to have this hierarchy all of a sudden because people are going to flock to me and say, Oh, Jeff, like we need your help. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to flock to other people for other things. Sure. Like I, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, I saw, I saw this, like, I think it was like an ad for some sort of like prepper company, but they were like, when shit hits the fan and you need uh, fresh water. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I thought, I'm like, shit. Yeah, that's, I don't, I, I won't, I don't know what I'm going to do about water. Uh, so things like that. But, but my point is when, when something catastrophic happens, it, it creates this hierarchy, yeah. but then we brought up the point where I said, that doesn't make you a man because a woman can come along and be like, I'm a better hunter than you. Yeah. Right. I don't, I, I don't like hunting. I I don't want to skin a deer. I don't want to get all bloody. I don't, I'm not into that. Yeah. I'm not living my best life if I'm having to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she might be. So does that make it mm. you know, right. bad? Like, no, I, I'd be like, cool. You want to go hunt and do that? Like, awesome. I'll do other things. I don't know. (laughs) I think that's actually a refreshing, like if I think about like, oh, let's just, it's, it's not refreshing to think about nuclear war, but let's just think about like in a society where there's some sort of like, you know, catastrophe and um, what would be, what would be, what's that? Like a reset. Yeah. Well, what'd be refreshing is when things get reset that who shows up in the reset are conscious human beings. So a conscious man who knows how to listen to people instead of mansplain shit all the time, right? <laughs> or talk over people or assume that because they're the man, they should be the one that leads. You know, there's all this alpha culture, which is the, I, I think is predicated on men trying to prove their men. I am a man. Let me beat my chest and you all respect me because I'm going to be louder and stronger than any other man just perpetuates the stupid system that that's broken. What if we had a, an egalitarian society where people could respect one another's gifts and talents and organize ourselves in that hierarchy where it was super efficient. Yeah. Instead of a power play. I would laugh and say that I would guess, and I could totally be wrong. I don't know that there's a way to test this theory, but I would guess that most of those men that are sane and doing that are not true not say they're not true men. They're not true. They're like not true alpha men. Like they wouldn't be the one that's like, let me go provide and and do what I need to do so that we all survive. They would, they would look around for whoever they think is above the, the org chart or the, the food chart or whatever, the, whatever chart we're looking yeah. at. I don't know. I've never been an alpha male. So I don't know like what it is to like stake my ground and see if there's anybody bigger or stronger than me or, who's below me, or I don't try to dominate people. Um, yeah. So. Try to use common sense. I mean, I've been in situations where, you know, something's going on and it's my typical response is kind of looking around and going like, all right, is somebody going to step up and yep, I, take, I relate to that. take leadership? Cause if they are cool. Yep. And as long as whatever they are doing makes sense to me. Yeah. So be it. But if it does not make sense to me and I think there's a better way, I'm not the first one that's like, knock, no, like, here's my way. 
Yeah. I'm probably just going to be like, you know, you can go do it your way and I'm going to go do it my way. And then and, we yeah. might just see who has a better way. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that's, I mean, that's maybe that's kind of to the point here of like, if we could get beyond what we culturally say is masculine so that we don't have, so that we don't ha- any longer have to try to prove that we're masculine to ourselves or anybody else, then we could actually let go of all the things we do in the name of being masculine or a, a man and actually start to turn our attention towards the things that we feel drawn to. Mm-hmm. The, I think that would be a good thing. You and I, like one of the first conversations we had, I was talking about how just recently, like in the last shit, like two years, maybe it's got to be like about two years now, two years ago, three years ago, mm-hmm. getting a, pedicure uh-huh. getting a massage getting a pedicure mm-hmm. never on my radar mm-hmm. I like my parents would pedicure dude that's for women yeah like that's my for parents, women bro that, that's that's exactly and i have friends that you know, so i so i have i'm not shy about it like it feels fucking amazing to have that <laughs> and get the calf massage and usually like before i quit drinking coke they would be like yo you want champagne or coke or you know i'm like yeah coke while somebody's rubbing my feet and doing all that like sounds heavenly (laughs) is it is heavenly i will say that um but i posted a video one time on facebook and i was like you know i'm out getting a pedicure and and i had a few friends send me messages and they're like what the like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) and i'm like why does that that's hilarious so that conditioning is what we're trying to get past and 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 i have no problem saying I am definitely living my best life when I'm going and doing that kind of stuff Yeah, because it makes me feel better. Yeah. Right. I mean, literally mentally and physically, I feel better when I get a massage or get pedicure. Um, I recently had that like weird, I don't even know what you call it. It's the lymphatic system. Like, you know, same deal. That thing squeezes your body. Yeah. Yeah. It like squeezes up and down and your lymphatic system drains. And yeah, I felt so damn good after that. And, you know, same deal. I posted a picture of it online and friends are just like, what the fuck is this? What are you doing? What is that? They don't understand it. They've never done it. And it's something that's new. And and maybe that's scary to some people, but in the age that we live now, that doesn't make you any less of a man or more of a man or whatever you want, however you want to see it. But, but living my, living my best life, I'm choosing to go do stuff like that versus go hunting or whatever. That's, that's so well said. That's the whole point. Like there are things that men would be curious about if they would open their mind and get past the judgment they have of the thing or the judgment they are afraid others will give them for doing the thing like a pedicure, right? Like, Oh, pedicures are for women or, or my, if I go get a pedicure, I don't want anybody to see me. So I'll park in the back and walk in with a, you know, a hoodie on and hopefully no, like that stuff. Like, oh man, I roll into that place. I mean, I'm a single guy. So I roll into that place. It's down the road from me uh and it's full of women, first of all. So like I go rolling, I pull right up front, I roll in there and, you know, I get the looks, which is funny because we can say the same thing. Like my guy friends, uh-huh. I, I got a few messages from women too, uh-huh. but I, I walk into that place and then, you know, everybody's kind of looking at me like, <laughs> what the hell are you? like awesome. and I, I, I will attribute that to kind of what we're doing here, where I think that's a safe space for them. Right. 
So why I am all of a sudden intruding ah, interesting, yeah. into this environment where they are not typically mm-hmm. used to having right. somebody like Miko rolling in there and being like, ladies, what's up? I'm here for my, for my pedicure and you know, my Coke or whatever. Yeah. Right. So I get that dynamic and, yeah. and, and that was weird hmm. in the sense of like, I, you know, you, I, I felt that I felt that in the air. Right. Whereas what we're trying to do here with, with our men is kind of the same thing. Like, it's part yeah. of the reason why it's for men only is because we have that safe space and it's that environment yeah. where we can be open. We can talk to each other and do all of the yeah. things that we need to do as men. Yep. They have that going on in their you know, yeah. in the salon. And then I come trucking in there and the ladies are like, whoa, 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 what's happening here? But- I can even hear guys making fun of you saying safe space. Like, you know, oh, safe space, Jeff, this can be a safe space. You know, can I be safe in here? You know, like that, that, like even that kind of stuff just is so ignorant and gets in the way of having a really constructive conversation for, yeah, like safety is a thing, you know, like that, that you, the reason you don't share, uh, your deepest, darkest stuff or the reason you don't get honest or vulnerable with, with other dudes is because you don't know if they're going to judge you. You don't feel safe. Yeah. And, but we, but until we deal with, you know, the cultural conditioning of masculinity, what a what it means being a male, a man, where we don't show emotion or play your cards close to your chest or, you know, I'm trying to think of what, like something or be something. What's it like? Uh, kill or be killed. You know, I don't like there's this stuff that's like, it's so aggressive and competitive and limited resources. And that's what it is to be a man is to, kill or be killed right, right. Uh, it's so neander neanderthal is what comes to mind i'm just like <laughs> just so old school old school good yeah neanderthal like i i use that word every once in a while too i'm like <laughs> god the wi-fi went out and i had to sit here and look at my friend and have a conversation like a neanderthal <laughs> yeah yeah that's hilarious uh so i told you a little bit about what i'm doing tomorrow with that um soul council and all. i'm like i'm yeah i'm I'm not like scared of it, but I'm just, I'm super curious to see how this goes tomorrow. And yeah. this was for, for everybody else that's listening that wasn't in that conversation. It's a, it's like a three hour long hypnotherapy session where we go back to childhood memories, childhood, and she does focus on happy stuff. So it's not like we're dealing with yeah childhood traumas. Not, yeah. not that I have any, but <laughs> yeah, we all do it at some degree, but um but they focus on the positivity of it, your, yeah. your happy childhood moments. And then we get into some of the future looking stuff. And I'm just super, super interested to see how that goes tomorrow because I have no idea what to expect. And it's somewhere I've never gone before. I, like I said, I didn't even know what Akashic readings and the Akashic code and all, like I learned so much <laughs> yeah yeah just be googling that and like it's it's apparently like a whole nother realm of energy yeah that we are going to tap into yeah and uh and i love that shit and most yeah. of my guy friends and most of my women friends too would probably be like that's a whole nother level of weird that i don't know <laughs> anything about it's uncomfortable but i'm like yeah i'm diving in head first i'm i'm, I'm going in there and yeah i'll let you guys know how that goes next week yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Maybe that's the topic next week. No, I I think if if I pictured a world where I always like to kind of go out in the future and speculate a little bit, like let's picture a world where men and women are not um, 
living inside the boxes of their, you know, men, labels, men and women. And we are uh, aware of that we are energy. Mm-hmm. Every We are all energy. Scientifically, we're all energy. Having a, phys- you know, and I, I would use the word spirit. We're all spiritual beings having a physical experience. Um, and, and in that, the more we could lean into the energy of things, the spirit of things, the more we would unlock revelation, the more we, we, the more we would, we, we would step into what's next instead of repeating karmic loops. Karmic loops are like, you keep going around the same, uh, mm-hmm. merry-go-round learning, trying to learn the same lesson, but you stop, you're not learning it. Why are you not learning it? Because you're stuck in a label called this is what it is to be a man or this is what it is to be a woman. Like that there's a, but if you could leave that behind, you could access something new. And I think we're ready for that. I think the world is ready for that. What's super interesting to me was one of the articles that I found used a term. And I think this was our second or third podcast podcast that we did where we talked about having blinders Hmm. where we're blinded to what's going on around us and we're stuck in a loop because we can't see in those blind spots. And this lady was describing Mm. going through this process as removing the blinders and letting the universe show you what, what's possible for the future. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, that sounds awesome. (laughs) I want to do that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see how that goes. Um, If we could be on the same page with, I would say women, but we could say just other humans. If we could be on the same page about what's next, because, because we removed the blinders of labels called men and women. Yeah. And I, I don't subscribe. I keep hearing it more and more and more lately. And, and it's, it's from a certain, say a, a certain group, but that we're all just living in the matrix. We're all just ones and zeros. We're living in the matrix yeah. at the end of yeah. the day. Is there really male, female, binary, non-binary? What, you know, we're all just, yeah, Jeff, but I'm a one. I'm not a zero. I'm a one. <laughs> right. So <laughs> this is what it means to be a one. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I get that's ones know how to change the oil in a car. <laughs> right. Breaking it down <laughs> but, to that, though, that gets me to the point where I'm like, does does going to what we started saying in the very beginning, like, does that does any of it matter? Right. If we are all just beans i guess is a better way to say yeah yeah we're all yeah right well i mean and and i think the the chemistry and the collaboration that is available when we don't have to be limited by a label um allows us look i i'm not saying i I am a man my pronouns are he and him i um, am attracted to women i'm not gay i'm straight and um and i think there are certain things about me as a man that are unique to me but it doesn't matter like if i could just remove the label i could become more collaborative with other beings and we could actually get some shit done yep instead of constantly posturing for a power play well that's what drove me nuts the other day when i saw that (laughs) Uh, i was setting up my dating profile and Uh it asked me you know what pronouns do you want to use and (laughs) i was just like i don't fucking care i don't i'm I'm the same where i'm he him obviously i like women uh, but I don't care. I don't need to label. I don't need a label. Right. I want it. Don't need it. And, but it, it was like forcing me to do it. And then it had like 20 other choices that I've never seen before. 
And uh, that's what I don't like about it is when somebody's like, well, this is my label. How come you don't have one? Mm-hmm. Like, cause I don't care. Like that should be the end of that discussion, but, right. but it typically isn't. <laughs> and I mean, it's no worse than we're talking about it here, but that to, in my mind, I'm like, I just don't, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ultimately, yeah. I mean, ultimately the co- point of this conversation is like, and the point and the point of our community in the Lumen project is to live our best life. And so though I think the point of our conversation is any labels that get in the way of you living your best life, that's the issue. Like, let's, yeah, let's, let's move on. Let's figure out yeah. going back to the mindset. Like, and this is, doesn't, it sounds kind of contradictory, but it's like getting through the mindset and recognizing what that mindset is as a man allows yeah. us to then move on and go yeah, right. deal with all the other stuff. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Other, yeah, it was perfect. Cause otherwise we're, we're bringing forward the thing that's trying to prove I'm a man rather than just coming to coming to terms of what I, what I say that is for me and then moving on, like quit trying to prove it. Just be with whatever you think it is just, and move on. Just be right. Just be, isn't that like a famous saying? Just be. Yeah. Somebody's somebody's yeah. somebody put it in a song. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think um, I'm excited for what we're creating in the Lumen project. And I think, um, I, I think, there are a t- I would probably say a ton of men who are ready for this conversation, but unless there's somebody saying, Hey, we're hosting this conversation. Nobody's out there like, Hey, does anybody know by chance where I can have a pedicure and talk to other men about, you know, like things that aren't, <laughs> that aren't about that go against the grain of cultural masculinity. Yeah. So, here we are. Yeah, so that's what we're doing. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, here we are. So, uh, yeah. And speaking of that, here we are. You can go to the lumenproject.com, the lumenproject.com um, to learn more about the Lumen Project itself. Yep. We've got um, the podcast. So subscribe, listen to all those episodes. We're on YouTube, the website, Facebook, yeah. all yeah. the things. Yeah. And there's a 30-day um, framework for, um, is that, what would you call that, Jeff? 30-day it's like 30 day best. I call it like the best life challenge. Like we put together yeah. a vision of what your best life looks like, let yeah. you kind of dictate what that looks like to you, to you. and yep. break it down to what we need to do on a daily basis to get there. Yeah. And I'm starting that we, Chris and I are starting yeah. that up in a couple of days for this next quarter for July. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited about that because I've been dealing with some just yeah. physical ailments for the last month or so with my hip and my ribs and yeah, yeah. all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so ready for it to mm-hmm. mentally and physically to get back to yep. living my best life or, or at least on the path to living my best life. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I'm excited for that too. All right. Um, well, if you guys want to learn about that, go to thelumenproject.com, check it out. And um, yep. Jeff, we'll catch you in the next episode. Sounds good, man. Thanks.